When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another video from Fantasy Football Scouts. You thought last week's uh, Q&A was carnage. It's even more carnage this week. Obviously, our thoughts with all those affected by COVID. Uh, but in terms of pure FPL, it's chaos, isn't it, Sam? What even is our lives right now? Like, I'm looking at my fantasy team thinking I might have a bench or I might have eight players. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm looking at that as well. I mean, not only have we got the, you know, the confirmed United game, you've got all these rumours going around of City and Leeds, COVID outbreaks there, COVID outbreaks in um, Aston Villa as well, potentially, Martinez. No confirmation about Concert. Spurs. No confirmation about Spurs. It is, yeah, there's so many kind of uncertainties at the moment. It's really, really hard to plan and work out what we're doing. So yeah, uh, our job is almost impossible <laughs> today to try and answer some of these questions, but we will obviously do uh, the best we can. Just before we get into it, I just want to talk about So Rare as we do each week. Uh, if you haven't taken part in the So Rare Academy yet, it's a really good time to get involved in it. Uh, essentially, it's a almost like a trading card game but online um, and the cards have kind of real values. So you can buy and trade them with other players um, and sort of get involved in that way. That's actual So Rare. Uh, the So Rare Academy is a kind of a fantasy football scout a partnership with so rare to provide a free way of learning the ropes essentially so if you're interested in so rare and you want to build a team looking at all the cards that are available and you can win real cards uh, as well then head over to so rare academy the link is in the description below right deep breath sam <gasps> deep breath <laughs> let's get into this let's so, go yeah so let's feel, try and help people let's when we try. can't help ourselves I mean, I mean, last week I was very, very wrong about Vardy and Wilson, who I was kind of advising everyone uh, to to keep. Uh, you were very adamant Vardy to Ronaldo was a good move. And it kind of was in the short term and then COVID hit. But that's now not, this. That's not really your mm. fault. I was right about Chelsea, though. I said they'd concede. So yeah. there you go. Yeah, well, I think we were both talking about not not having double ups. And, and, and actually, with what's happening right now, the not having a double up. I know. It seems even more the right thing because you know you're losing the game and it's just it kills you, doesn't it? Like, goodness, yeah. I'm quite lucky with this Manchester United one. I've only got Ronaldo, so mm. from that perspective, like this time last week when we lost that Spurs game, I had three, four because I had the spare keeper as well. So I was in a much worse place then. This one, one out. It's not. I mean, you know, people who who've tried to be, you know, maybe people who aren't doing so well in the rankings have seen this United, you know, run as being a great one to target. Yeah. The likes of Sancho, Rashford, Dallo, De Gea, Ronaldo got in three players and you get burned by this. It's, it's a it's a savage. I was really you know, close result. to going for De Gea last week. Yeah, really close. 
Yeah, I know it's, it's it's really tough. Um, so get your comments in. I'm just going to kind of pick them at random um, as we go. If you really want us to answer your question, uh, send us a super chat, and I'll make sure those ones are answered. Um, some a nice comment to start with, Toby Lang. Uh, this is the FPL show I look forward to the most behind Andy's content. Great Aww. chemistry and really knowledgeable. Sam is just too funny. Pookie party. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's ever said I'm funny. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's from Toby Lang. There you so are. You've got a you've got a fan. Uh, Sam ah, Sam stand up coming coming next week. Uh, Andrew <laughs> Turton. Hi guys. I wondered if we'd get this today. Yeah, we wrote we got we it try. in. We got it in somehow. Uh, so much to talk about. Is it worth transferring Ronaldo out? I'm down to a team of ten with Cancelo <laughs> and Ron out and flags on three more and just one free transfer. I mean, this is this is kind of the big question isn't it i mean cancelo and, and ronaldo kind of what to do with with those two because you want them going forward yes but also you want points kind of in the short term so what would you do with ronaldo i mean i'm holding him i'm gonna hold him i, I think because i want him long term that was a transfer in i did for a significant period of time not just for you know a couple of game weeks we don't have any confirmation of who either it is that's got COVID at Manchester United. And obviously we've seen from Spurs that the training facilities have reopened there. So they are back in training. Might that happen with Manchester United? Might they be back in training before the weekend? Therefore, might this just be a one game? Yes. Could he be one of the ones affected? Well, we, we don't know. So it's, it's a tough call. And on the basis that we can't be sure how long he'd be out for, I will hold him. And wait and news wait for news for the weekend. Well, I mean, the big question is, well, who do you get? Like this, I was I was thinking about taking him out, and I was thinking, you know, even if I'm getting in a, a player, you know, for a couple of weeks or even one week, yeah. the strikers potentially have the biggest upside to them. And I'm looking at the yeah. options, and I'm thinking, like, probably Watkins is the best <laughs> one. If, if, you I mean, know what I mean? If yeah. you could pick any striker this week, who, who would he you was go pitched for? in training too, so you you're probably safest with Watkins. Um, yeah, I mean, you, I don't think you could go Kane or Vardy on the basis that we haven't had actual confirmation about what's happening with that game on on Thursday night, and we won't because there's no press conferences for them until post the deadline tonight. Mm. Um, so you can't go with them. I suppose you could potentially go with Lukaku, but then the Chelsea press conference isn't till after the deadline as well. So that feels risky. Plus he's not started a game yet. Nope. I, yeah, Watkins for me feels like the only one that you would potentially want to, to risk going to. And then I think the problem is you'll have is that once Manchester United start playing again, you're going to want Ronaldo back. So then it's another transfer just to change it back again. Which I know. I know. I mean, the... I would. I do one of the flags instead. If you've got flags on players, I'd change them out instead and bench Ronaldo this week. I agree. I, I think Ronaldo, Ronaldo is is a hold because we just don't have enough information. And if you know, if there was someone with a really really good fixture this week who I really wanted, I think the closest one I would move to would would be Lukaku, just for the potential upside. But yeah. you, you'd be looking at taking him probably straight out again afterwards. And yeah. like you say, he hasn't started a game in ages, so it's a it's a big risk. Mm -hmm. And I think this isn't really, I've got an article coming out today where I'm kind of weighing up risk and reward and, you know, safe options. Because I've got two things I'm planning, a really, really safe and boring move or quite a exciting rogue. move, rogue move. Yeah. But you kind of, is this a time to be taking rogue moves when everything's so shambolic? I mean, maybe, do you know what, As Maybe it is. Maybe it because is. Because everyone's going to be in the same boat. Like we're not talking about a club that's lowly invested in, like, you know, Spurs, when that game got called off, there wasn't loads of people invested in those Spurs assets. And the same with Brighton. They're not exactly like the, the clubs that everyone was clamouring to have. Sanchez, the most popular of them all. Um, 
And with Manchester United, they they are heavily owned, you know, particularly the likes of Ronaldo. Mm. He's a key player for us as FPL managers. So people are going to be taking hits this week. You know, we've got Livramento even as flag. So people that have got benches, suddenly the hasn't benches trained, are gone. Hasn't trained, apparently, Livramento. Very yeah. unlikely he's going to play, I think. So if he's not going to play, Cancelo can't play because he's suspended and you're going to bench Ronaldo, you've now got no nobody to play. So people <laughs> will be taking hits this week. And as a result of that, maybe actually this is the time to go, do you know what? I forgot to take a hit anyway. Let's have fun with it. Yeah, but I'm thinking of bringing in Martinelli and Foden. I mean, that is a bit of a hit. <laughs> that is a hit. And that is two players who could easily not play. And then I'm down to like six. So that's the kind of thing. Martinelli. <laughs> Martinelli and Foden. Hey, hey. I, yeah. I mean, it could be genius. Well, this is what or I mean. You could get, or you could get naught, naught. Or 1-1. <laughs> I know. Oh, God, I don't know. Anyway, uh, Paul Spencer 007. Uh, oh, I remember Paul Spencer 007. Name's Spencer. Yeah. Paul Spencer, nice. Uh, hey, as a Sam, would you do Ronaldo and Basuma out for King and Sterling? Sterling's an interesting one for a minus four. King would be first on the bench. What? You've got a, you'd have a bench. What a bench this week. Wow. Can I, I wish I had a bench. Um, I, well, you're going to have to wait for news on City, aren't you? Because if they if that if the rumours are true and there's a problem at City, then well, that game's, have that to game's tonight. Surely they can't cancel it now at last minute, can they? It depends on how many players they've got. Assuming the game's on, which well, I... even if the game's on, if they've got COVID issues, we want to try and wait as long as possible to see who those COVID issues are. Yeah. Well, Pep said yesterday that they're all fit. Everyone's fit, bar Torres. Well, yeah, I know he did, but then suddenly we've got this like horrendous news that I like. I like. Not... I like that move in assuming no issues. You know, Sterling is a, is a is a really nice differential, I think, at the moment with Leeds and Newcastle ahead. Obviously, there's worries about his minutes, but that's what you're buying into with with City. Um, Kings and up, you know, you're essentially swapping Ronaldo for Sterling and upgrading Basuma to King, and giving yourself a bench option. So I, I like. I like that move personally. I just, I mean, I do. I do like it. I really like the King. I've got Josh King. He's been unlucky the last couple of weeks not to return. Um, I just worry that in a week's time you're going to, or even for the weekend, you're going to want Ronaldo back again. And then you're taking, it's another two transfers to take it back. So I guess if you're doing it, you have to be happy to, to do that for the, at least the next two game weeks. And so therefore until the end of this week and then look to make the changes back again the week after. But I think if you mm. go with Sterling and he performs or you've brought Josh King in and he starts performing, then you're going to be, it's going to be a struggle to them swap him out for Ronaldo. Yeah. Uh, Ted asks if I'm feeling all right. I assume because of my, <laughs> my Martinelli and Foden move. Oh, come on, I'll add that. I'd be swapping Rafina and Mbomo to Martinelli and Foden. I could just move for Bernardo Silva for free, but I, I prefer Foden going forward. I think it's, you know, he's 6% owned. I think he can outscore Bernardo by four points anyway. And then Martinelli, I just think he's 5.2. He started the last three games. He could play up front now where Bameyang is, you know, stripped of captaincy and out the side, playing well on the left yeah, anyway. Yeah, not playing, right, this week? I think, I think, Ma I think Martinelli could be the next bandwagon. That's, that's my, my feeling. And I don't want to get on him when he's already a bandwagon. You know, I'm trying to preempt it. But it might be a bit a bit much at this stage. Uh, we've had a uh, a super chat, Kate Muppet. Hoping not not you know the name I'm sure doesn't reflect the person. Uh, have triple United, uh, Cancelo, Broya, Livramento, oh. Sanchez. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. Only eight players. Any suggestions? Any suggestions? 
Oh, well, it's one of those ones which is kind of a deal. You deal with the the, the biggest the problems. Worst. Yeah. Right? I don't think Cancelo is. You know, I think you keep Cancelo because you you probably got value tied up in him. I think you've got to deal with your triple United, really. And who are they going to be? Are they going to be Ronaldo and midfielder and Dallo? I would have thought. Yeah, or De Gea, Dallo, and Ronaldo. That was my that was my thought. She's got Sanchez though. Oh yeah, that's true. I suppose yeah. could have two goalkeepers. Yeah. But unlike... Two goalkeepers. You've got Sanchez and De Gea both rumoured to be out. If, if you've got a Manchester United midfielder, that would be what I would do. That would be the priority transfer for me. Mm. Swapping the Manchester United midfielder for somebody like Mount or Bernardo yeah. or Foden. That's what I would... That would be the priority move. That would give you nine. Um, and then who else was in there? Broya. So Broya is an easy move to King or Dennis probably. Yeah, I'd probably do those two and leave it yeah. like that and so just get to 10. That gets you 10 with a minus four. Yeah, I, doesn't I get you a goalkeeper, but then do you want to take a hit for a keeper? Probably not. But then you're potentially going with nine if Livermento doesn't play as well. It's, Might I, get lucky, you never know. If 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 they've got, I mean, like I used to have, you might just get a steal yeah. for Sanchez if, yeah. you've, if you've got that. So I think uh, I think getting nine set out probably isn't the end of the world. I think I, I agree with you. Probably it's a king. United midfielder, assuming you have a United midfielder to City midfielder or, or Mount, I think that's probably yeah. the way. Probably the way to go. Um, or Bowen, if you really want. Or Bowen, go. yeah, or, or someone like that. But yeah, just just accept that this week is is going to be really difficult, and there's probably going to be a couple of players that do really well, and if you haven't got them, you get a red arrow. <laughs> yeah, that's, and it feels like it's going to be that. Yeah, it really does. Um, let's have a look at some of the other. This comments. is the week that Klopp's going to bench Salah as well, isn't it? And we're all going to just be like. Oh, I know. You can just, or Trent or someone, just, yeah. You can, just, you can imagine him doing it. Like, we'll all just be there going, right, well, at least we can count on our Liverpool boys and then clock goes mental. I know. Well, I've, I've got Smith Rowe as well. and you know, Oh, I have too. They played so well without him in the sides. It's, I'm hoping he comes back in, but you never know. They could keep the same side and... Don't say that, because I, I really do need him to come back. So do I. <laughs> So do, do need so to do come I, back so in. So do I. I can't, I can't be having any passengers this week. No. Uh, Alan H, what about Gabriel Jesus for Leeds and Newcastle? Lots of talk that he's a minute's risk, yet in the same breath people talk up Foden and Sterling. Well, I mean, that's, that, is a good, that is a good point. I, just I mean, they're all minutes risks is the reality. So it's just which one you want to take a risk on. I just think if you're looking, if, assuming they all get similar minutes... You know, you're looking at, at Jesus, Sterling, and Foden. I think Sterling and Foden are just so far superior in terms of. They'll outscore him, I think, over the next like, two. If you look at the next two game weeks, if they both got, if they all three of them got sixty minutes in both games, the midfielders would outscore Jesus. Would be my feeling. Yeah, I mean, J- Jesus has got two goals this season, six assists. He got off to a really good start. You know, two double digits in his first three. Yeah, and then it's just been pretty awful. Whereas you know he's he's playing out on the wing. It looks like they're this kind of triage that they've got of of you know um, Bernardo Foden and whoever's on the left, whether it be Grealish, although he's he getting into great positions but not scoring, or Sterling. They're the ones that I kind of want to invest in, and I just don't think there's a there's a spot for for Jesus really. This could be the week that Mares yeah. comes in as well. I don't, I don't think Jesus has got it properly nailed down that that right wing. Spot. I don't. I still don't know if he is like first choice on that right wing for them. It could be Foden we see there, for example, with Sterling, you know, false nine, and then and then Grealish on the left. Yeah. That right. That right wing spot is just a bit problematic. I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go near Jesus personally. No, I tend to agree. 
Uh, Neil Shah, thanks for the super chat. Two red flags in my defence this week: Cancelo and Pinnock. Oh yeah, that's annoying. Uh, oh, looking to dear. move, looking to move Pinnock and Vardy on for a minus four, but no forwards and defenders look attractive. Well, I will give you a recommendation for a defender that I really like the look of. Um, I think he's he's a little bit more expensive than than Pinnock, but maybe he's got some cash in the bank. I really like uh, Matty Cash. Yeah, Matty Cash was going to be my choice. Yeah, yeah, I think Cash is is the one. I'm I'm looking at potentially making a defender move this week, and Cash is, is target my as well. If you really want to go rogue, target stats aren't bad. They're not as good as Cash is, but they aren't bad. Targets a bit cheaper at four point seven in terms of um expect like expect- we're gonna have some money if you free up Vardy, right? So yeah, well exactly, yeah, yeah. I I just think if you if you look at their stats, I was I was looking at their stats earlier. Um, I think. Target's slightly better creative, but Cash is really getting in the penalty area. He's yeah. getting a lot of touches. They're looking to get him more involved in and around the box. And I think with the fixtures Villa have got, they've got uh, Norwich, Burnley, then Chelsea, but then Leeds, Brentford. You know, that's four good good games in the next five. Gerrard's tightened them up. I think getting in getting in Cash is a good is a good move. In terms of forwards, yeah, good luck, Sam. Who who you advising? Well, you could go Watkins, but then you you put in double Villa, and again there's the question marks over whether you want to do that. If you don't already have a Watford forward, then going with Josh King feels like a very sensible option right now. Um, I would just be taking him right down because to be honest, there isn't anyone around the Vardy price that I would want to be invested in. So I would drop him right down to one of those mid-priced guys. You could even go Antonio if you want. The West Ham fixtures are starting to look nice again. So Antonio, Watkins, King, depending upon who you've already got, they would be the three that I'd be looking at. Yeah, I mean the other kind of like sort of more left field names is someone like um, Lacazette, for example, scored the goal. But Just I know, on... I know, five starts this season. I mean, two goals, but it's not inspiring, though, is it's, it? It's not inspiring, and you don't want him long term. I wouldn't have thought. I mean, the, the, they have got decent games coming up. They've got uh, Leeds and Norwich, you know, after after the West Ham game, London derby, yeah, good but... goals and that. I'm just trying to think of like, you know, just, just people who are a little bit kind of left field, but there, is, there isn't really any. I mean, we talked about Lukaku. You could go Huang with Jimenez up. suspended oh, for this week. You could go Huang, but going into this game week, Huang is the worst statistically, well, statistically Against the worst the striker. Sanchez-less Brighton with no dunk. Yeah. I mean, but then you're stuck with him. This is the problem. Like, <laughs> you just stuck with him again. Yeah, you are. Yeah. And <laughs> actually, you know, if... If there's, there's some people in the chat saying the there's confirmation that the Spurs Leicester game is going ahead, hurrah! Uh, I do feel in a way if it does go ahead, I've got Ollie Skip coming off the bench. Vardy Vardy isn't a bad pick. I wouldn't mind having Vardy against oh. against Spurs. We don't know what state the the squad's going to be in. You know, loads of COVID Either issues. Of them. Well, both of them have got COVID issues. They have, mm. but Leicester still put out a strong squad against. against we don't have, co- and we haven't still really had confirmation. I've just celebrated Ollie Skip, but actually. He was one of the ones that was on the rumoured having COVID list. Yeah, and we haven't got confirmation from Conte and we're not going to have before the deadline as to exactly which Spurs players are affected mm. yeah, um, and which ones are available. Uh, Ryan Mason was back at the training ground yesterday and he was on that list as well, though. So either he's returned a negative test and therefore been able to go back or the list is wrong. So let's see. Um, I don't know. I'm not... My personal opinion is that Leicester played the best I've seen them play without Jamie Vardy at the weekend. Yeah, but it was against Newcastle. It was against Newcastle, but I thought they were so much better. 
But was that down to Dakar? That was much more to do with Tielemans coming back and Madison having like a great game. I think Vardy yeah. Vard, Vard, Vard would have got a couple of goals. I mean, Dakar's goal was was just a poach. You know, Madison just squared or Tielemans was just squared it to him. And he just, just inconsistent, in. aren't they, Leicester? That's my problem. Oh, with, incredibly. Uh, particularly Vardy as well. Like he he is so either brilliant or nothing. Like you. But would you? I would, would sell you, him. You would sell Vardy for a hit this week if that game goes. Is it for a hit? Well, that's that's what that's what he's, he's thinking about Vardy and and um, Pinnacle. That was the question. If I couldn't upgrade the defender without taking somebody else out, then yeah, I probably would because I don't feel like going to somebody like King or Watkins is a downgrade on Vardy. Hmm. No, I suppose not. I guess. I guess. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not really sold on Watkins. <laughs> really I feel I think I feel a bit like him about you do about Vardy I, I think I think he's an okay option but he's going to play tonight he's going to play points tonight. on the board and he's against Norwich Ings coming back I just want to see what happens when, when Ings comes in and what what, um, what Gerard does I, I don't think he's going to go to a 4-4-2 I think he's going to ship Watkins out left and stick with a 4-3-3 I think Wendy will be interesting. I mean, I'm mean, I'm excited to see. You know, I think Gerald was talking up Wendy. Said that he wasn't quite yeah. fit to to start. But uh, Suchat's flying in, so we better carry on. Uh, we've had one from Mina Sidom. Hi guys, I went early for Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, Mina, why? Why have you done that? You're in good company, though. Simon March did as well. Got him in. Got him in early. Come on, guys. No early transfers awful. at the moment. You can see what's going on. I have Cancelo, Dallo, Livramento, Smith-Rowe. Oh. I also have Huang. Two city mids. Nothing in the bank. What should be the focus for minus Well, how, how, Huang's not an issue this week. No, Huang's definitely not an issue. Don't worry about him this week. Worry about him next week. Smith-Rowe isn't. I think Smith-Rowe's fine. He'll get some minutes. I think you're too... I don't think you can take out Ronaldo if you've just brought him in. So he's going to have to wait. It out on the bench. So who was left in that list? Brojo and who? No, not Brojo. Uh, no, not Brojo. Uh, Dallo Livramento. Dallo Livramento. I think Dallo probably out of those. Anything's gonna anything's gonna be for a hit. That's the problem. I think again, if you can do Dallo to cat. Oh no, nothing in the bank. Nothing in the bank. You just, Can't even get target. You'd have to go. You'd have to take them both out. It'd be a minus eight. Yeah. You'd have to go to Brandon Williams and target. Oh, not for a minus eight. You can't do that. I think, Mianna, you just have to take this game. You could go to tune. Brandon Williams. You could take one of them to Williams, who's going to play tonight. For a minus four. But it's for a minus four and he's not keeping the clean sheet. And you don't want Brandon Williams. I'd rather have Dallow. <laughs> no, so I think the best bet, because I don't think there's anyone in that squad that's really... No. You've got two that are likely to play. You've got one that's definitely not. Two that definitely... And then Livermento, I don't think he's going to play. I think you just have to roll with it and just take what you get. You could, you could, week. you could make, you could maybe because you won't be losing any money on on Ronaldo. I wouldn't have thought. So you, you could, but I don't know. You might because he's gone up point one. So you can't even do Ronaldo to Watkins because then if you want Ronaldo back, you can't even move easily back for him. Yeah, no, I, you're gonna, you're I, I just don't think you can do anything. I think you've you've just oh the zone says cash is on four yellow cards. That's annoying. No. Yeah, he, he is on four yellow cards. There's a few of them as well that are yeah, on four yellow cards. At the James moment. is as well, isn't he? Bridget, yeah. yeah. I mean, imagine they all get booked this week. <laughs> the weekend, we're all going, oh, gosh. Oh, God. 
Oh, I was going to get... I didn't realise about his yellow cars. I was doing all that research on cash. I didn't even check his, his cars. Uh, Kenan Lightbender. I really hope your surname is Lightbender. That's a great surname. Uh, is a keeper transfer worth a hit? I have De Gea and Ronaldo, Broya, Livermento, Emerson Royale oh. and Cancelo. My backup keeper, keeper is injured as well. So is it worth a hit to take De Gea out? I would say no. I think De Gea is still probably the best goalkeeping option going forward, assuming United's fixtures get back on track. I wouldn't, I wouldn't take him out for a hit. No, I don't think I would either. I prioritise doing something with the players that are out and get some outfield yeah. players who are likely to return more than, than the keeper is. Royale out. Although if, if the Spurs game is going ahead, I guess you kind of keep him. He, again, he. this is where the Spurs game going ahead is problematic for us because the press conference is after and we don't know who's in and who's out. And we don't know who's got COVID and who hasn't got COVID for definite. Royale was on the original list, but whether it's true or not, and whether he's back or not, I. I think if you've got if you've got Broya, or, take... or Armstrong or Adams or any of the Southampton strikers that are all injured, you just do Broya to Dennis or King. I think that even for a hit, I think that's a nice easy move. Yeah, but it's, it is trickier. About the rest of them, you're just going to have to cross your fingers and hope. I think. Well, yeah, Royale, Livermento. You're not going to obviously get De Gea, Ronaldo, or Cancelo. <clears throat> just to, you have to hope you get one of them. We can't get De Gea. Oh, no, but Livermento will go out. You could get Livermento out. Yeah. Oh, tricky one. I, but I wouldn't do the. I wouldn't do De Gea out for a hit. No, I don't think I would either. And I wouldn't do the backup. Not for a goalkeeper. No. What's he got? He's got to get more than a clean sheet for that to be worth it. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, Sanjay Shanoi, Ronnie, and Regulon to Watkins and Cash are minus four. If the Brighton game against United goes through, then I can go from Wilson to Ronaldo for game week eighteen. That doesn't feel too bad. No. Regulon to cash. I mean, if Spurs game goes ahead, would you still do Regulon to cash? It's basically well, Regulon to cash for a minus four. The thing is that Regulon, I don't think does have COVID because he's been quite active on his on his story. So I think he's okay. Um, I don't know that though, to be clear, before everyone starts shouting at me that I've said this and then it's not Which true. they will. Um, which they will. But I think he, I don't think he's not... He hasn't come up in those conversations and he, he was injured, but now he's had an extra week of time to recover from that injury because he obviously didn't play the Brighton game. So I actually think that Reguillon could be quite a good pick for this week if he's fit and available. So would you want to take him out for a hit? I definitely wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't do Reguillon's cash for a hit if, if the Leicester game's on. No, because you, yeah, and Spurs fixtures are still right after Leicester. You, you so could potentially do Ronaldo to Watkins if you've got the money to, to get Ronaldo back for game week 18. I think that's an awful pick. Like we've talked about Watkins a few times, he's he's probably the one that I'd that I'd get. Um, and we we got another question while we're here from uh, Archie Kid: gamble on Ings or just go for Watkins. This is not the week for gambles. <laughs> well, you just told me it is the week no, for gambles. not on Ings. Like, is he going to bring Ings straight back in? Like, so for you, you're talking about players that are fit, available, played a bit last time. Like, do you know what I mean? You're not talking about taking a hit for a player that's been out injured for what feels like about eight years with Danny Ings. He's only, he's only missed three games. Amazing. But it feels, it feels like, like about feels like more. forever, doesn't it? And so is he going to... 
they've been doing really well, Aston Villa. Is he going to just change up systems and move things around? Is he going to put him straight back in? Could he bring him in for more, just bits of time? Like, I wouldn't be taking a risk on Danny Ings when I could just go Watkins. Yeah, I think if you're doing it for one week, I think Watkins is the one to go for. I think if you're if you're going to get Ronaldo out and then you're not going to get him back or you're not planning on getting him back straight away, I'd, I'd go for Ings. I think Ings is going to be the better long-term hold than Watkins. So I think I, they're the same price now, seven six, seven seven. But if it's purely for one week and then you're getting Ronaldo back, I, I don't think you can you can you can risk Ings. I think you get Watkins, like you say. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm. Uh, there's another one. Um, Noam Jacobi. Uh, Gundogan, <laughs> God, another one, another doubt. Gundogan out for a minus four. Well, Pep said everyone's fine, so oh, do we trust Pep? Gundogan, I don't think you can take him out for a minus four. No, can you? you can't. If it was free, I'd say yeah, if you want to. But for a minus four, I'm not sure you can take Gundogan out. I mean, the other cool. players, no one's got a Salah, Jota, Bernardo, and Bowen. So his midfield's in fairly it's good. Fine, he's good shape. Yeah, it's good shape. I, I, w- I would leave Gundogan and, ju- and just hope he plays. I, I don't I don't think you can take him out for a minus four. What if he starts against Leeds or Newcastle? You're going to be. And the out. thing is, you, you know, the reality is, if you don't take a hit this week, you're already a bit up. Yeah. So don't take an unnecessary hit. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Uh, it's half past. I'm going to have to end it in a second because I need to prep for team news, which is coming at three o'clock. <laughs> Uh, with Neil, that's going to be another fun one. Uh, What's Neil going to say today? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I hope he's got his crystal ball out for the managers that he hasn't listened to yet. I hope that's speaking tomorrow. You know, like the Sky advert with Jeff Stelling, where he's looking at like thirty monitors and his like seats like spinning around. That's how I imagine Neil is today. Just that's what Neil's house looked like. <laughs> yeah. In Neil's house, there's just like walls of monitors, and all he does is sit there, like I can imagine the sm- smoking a pipe. You it's know? like the Truman it's Show. But he's got yeah. cameras on every manager. Yeah. That's Neil's house. That's great. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, what, that's what, what he does. Like. Occasionally he speaks to them as well through a little <laughs> hidden microphone. And he goes, can you make sure you play Livermento this week when yeah. they're asleep? So it gets in their head. Oh, that's clever. Like like yeah. Inception. Yeah. Mm. And it planted the seed. And then the next thing you know, Livermento starting even with a massive gashed leg. <laughs> just blood like pouring out <laughs> as he's trying to run. I had to start him. I, I saw it in a dream. He's gonna score a hat trick. <laughs> None of this is true, everybody. None of this is true. Oh, uh, we've we've lost our mind. Oh, we've had one more super chat. Thank you for saving us for this. We'll take this last super chat and then we're gonna head off. Uh, this is from Nahal Kukani. Uh Cristiano Ronaldo to King and Brownhill to Foden for a minus four. I like it. I like it, but you have to accept that you're not going to be able to get Ronaldo back. That's the biggest problem. If you're happy to not get Ronaldo back, I think King and Foden are both really good options going forward. I prefer King to Bernardo. The stats are better. I think there's a bigger upside with him. But like I said, you'll you'll be going without Ronaldo for some good games. I agree 100% with what you just said. Wow. What an end. What an end to the stream. And this is why the midweek game week is insane. Because we (laughs) have just agreed... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i know uh emu show says as couldn't wait to jump off the stream that is completely not true i would happily he hates sit talking here. to me he uh, hates it that is a complete lie. i would sit here all day talking to you about fpl sam it is one of the highlights of my week um but yeah like i said i've got half an hour to get all the graphics done for, for team news so i need to 
I need to start. Uh, Mansage Jane says, what books do you read? There are so many behind you on your bookshelf. Fantasy books. I'm a nerd. Got some Brandon Sanderson um, up there. Game of Thrones. Patrick Rothfuss. That kind of thing is what I read. Um, Haiku News says, brilliant content, as in Sam. Thank you very much. Thank um, you. And Belfast Brunch says, Pookie Party tonight? Question mark. I'll leave you that, Sam. What do you reckon? Pookie? Well, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Let's end it there. Sam says yes to Pookie. Beautiful. <laughs> Love it. Why not? He's going to play. It's the game's in a bit. Like I can't believe you haven't talked about him on this stream yet. To be honest, as there's been far too many other things going on. We've had to spend all of our time talking about Ronaldo and Manchester United and if Spurs is on or... So Pookie, bless him, he's gone well under the radar. And when he braces tonight, we'll all go... Why don't we get on the pookie train? And that gif will come out and... Yeah, he'll be dancing. (laughs) Lovely stuff. (laughs) Right, Sam, thank you so much. I'll probably speak to you again on Friday. Do another one of these. Yeah, Head of Game Week 18. But yeah, good luck, everyone. Uh, Tune in to Neil and I doing team news in half an hour. Um, Yeah, I think Ted sums it up. Good luck. That's what we need. A lot of You too, Ted. You too.